Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. It's an army! Oh! It's an army of the dead! They're dead! <laughs> They're dead! Hi, everybody! <laughs> Hello, everyone! My name is David Bell! My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Army of the Dead! <laughs> oh, boy! Oh! You ready to play? There's $200 million in the vault beneath the strip. With a 32-hour window to get it out. Find the safe. This should be a simple in and out. It's not too late to go back. If you're gonna play the game, you gotta learn you can play right. They ended with that cranberries song. Yes. And it was like you motherfuckers um uh this is yeah army of the dead Zack snyder starring sean spicer mm-hmm. you know the movie yeah um nah. i didn't wa- <laughs> big old big old action movie uh netflix it was one of the first movies that netflix paid a bundle for uh yeah I think it was like two years ago i think when it first got announced i really didn't want to watch this because sean spicer's in it yeah uh, we'll but, talk about that but we uh but you know it, it was like what the fuck else are we going to talk about we we will we will cover spiral that's a promise we've made yes for some reason um and well, we're maybe getting ba- cruella we're, get- we're getting back into it man there's like there's going to be a theatrical movie pretty much every week now yeah it's, it's going it, to be for yeah. the rest of the summer like the movies are it's going to be exhausting. back. <laughs> <laughs> Movies are back, baby. Yeah, Cruella. Fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. We could talk about that. Everybody's talking about Cruella. Yep. I haven't seen it. Not, not, hopefully not going to see it. Well, how did you like, Tom, how did you like Army of the Dead? <clears throat> um, like Cruella, I've seen both. Yeah. I found Army of the Dead to be a movie that is frustratingly bad uh because there are glimpses of a movie i would have enjoyed within it okay um i need you to expand on this because okay i i I, I, uh okay i liked this movie okay uh i didn't love it but it was fine yeah um i i had no i watched it and i was like yeah that's a zombie movie yeah Um, i i will say that I I enjoyed this movie more than I didn't. Um okay. but like I said it still frustrates me uh in in a, in several spots actually. It well it takes I counted it takes I believe 49 minutes for them to enter Las Vegas. Yes, that's a problem. Um it's a long movie. Um but when you realize they kind of spell it out at one point, she says the quote you don't see them fucking each other over and it's I was aliens. like it's aliens. You're doing aliens. Yeah. Oh, it's even the bomb scene and the we have to go back and get my daughter. Yeah. Like it's it's and it, then, they just do And then she's gone but comes back just exactly like Bishop. Like it's yep. he, he telegraphs it. And that's 
part of what's frustrating to me about the movie is the obviousness of that reference. Uh, well, actually, the, maybe, well, maybe that's not maybe that's not this accurate. Is, this is probably why I like the movie mm-hmm. because I like aliens. And when you just are like, it's aliens, but zombies, I'm like, okay. I mean, it would have been cool if you made like a, I like mean, a, like it's a, like an original idea, but is, like, great. It is not literally aliens. No, but it's very similar. It's it's, it's a group of Marines yeah. essentially going in. They all got big personalities. There's a corporate guy who's fucking them over. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to steal zombie to bring it uh, yeah. back to the corporate. And can we talk about that massive plot hole? I mean, we can't. I uh, I. You asked me to elaborate on what I was I'm sorry. About. Yeah, I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm chugging a Red Bull, Tom. I'm yeah. chugging. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I think this movie, this movie is not, um, what, okay. Mm, there's a cup. This, this is going to take me a, a second to get all this out. So bear with me. Right. Um, I think this, this year is demystifying. That's a weird phrase to say. Um, but this, this year is, is doing that. I think to Zack Snyder, because we're seeing like with this movie and with, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Um, he doesn't really he the 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 problems that people had with like Batman v Superman about how it's like it's so confusing, like it's 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 a, a jumbled mess of gibberish. That's not really his problem. Like when he when he is given free reign, his movies aren't confusing. Like they're not hard to follow. Uh, so that's nice. The problem I had with Army of the Dead was the tone. Um, and I okay. think he got it better with Dawn of the Dead, uh, where it's, it's, uh, when he goes for fun, when he goes for like playful or like mischievous, like when he's like kind of being like a little impish about it, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I really like that. Uh, this movie is much more of a bummer than I expected. So like it, it begins okay. it, when this movie gets bogged down with seriousness is what kind of turns me off. I need to push back on that because I, I you're get not the it. only person who said this. I get that that's part of zombie movies. Most zombie movies are say, bleak. It's a zombie it's movie. It's a zombie and movie. Dawn of the Dead, his other film, Dawn of the Dead, much like this film, uh, includes Richard Cheese songs. Um, it, uh, But it begins with this woman's family dissolving in seconds, her crying and getting fucked, fucked up and then uh, followed by like terrific credits. Dawn of the Dead credits, so good. Um, and it ends with someone very sadly sacrificing their life, and it's treated as such. And then, like most zombie movies, it's, it has the double ending where it's like, and the zombies continued, because zo- that's how zombie it's movies how zombie work. zombie movies work, yeah. Most zombie movies are very sad. The, the Night of the Living Dead, what a bummer. Yes. Um, I'm just, it's between the way the movie's marketed... The idea of it, it's a heist movie in the middle of a zombie movie. And like the opening, honestly, like the opening 20 minutes of this movie really sells a different film. Yes, I understand that. Um, and I, I like it more when I like, I like, I like Zack Snyder minute, when he's having more fun. As, well, I'm, this, well, yeah, he's, he's, he's could, clearly having fun, but yeah. This could have been a 90 minute heist zombie movie. Yeah. Here, well, here's here's uh, I don't want to discuss this too much, but obviously Zack Snyder has uh, some tragedy in his life. 
Yes. Uh, and this movie is about a father and a daughter. Mo- it's and- it's less it's less morose than his meditation on it was in the Snyder Cut because he also that's mostly what the Snyder Cut was about as well. So it's right. like it's less intense in this movie, but it's still I, there. I think it might serve him well to just make a drama, mm-hmm. just write and make a drama from his heart because um, he does keep injecting it in. And I, I, you know, this is the thing about Zack Snyder that I, I was, I was thinking about a lot. Is he, um, has he done anything bad, like in his life, like? Oh, do you mean does he suck? Yeah, does he suck? Uh, not that I'm aware of. And when you look at like Batman, uh, or the the Donna, no, not that one, Justice League, mm-hmm. and like you look at how it was like. Uh, get him out of here. Get Joss Wheaton to take over. Who is and it's like, just an abominable person. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? At the end of the day, I'll take the nice man who makes bad movies. Yes. I'll over take, the bad man who makes I'll, I'll take the, the guy, quote unquote good movies. It's it's very telling that, you know, regardless of how divisive his movies end up being, because it's it's turned into some kind of weird pop culture crusade for his yeah. fans. Uh Nobody really has anything negative to say about working with him. Right. And like, there's something to that. And like, yeah, his movies, like, certainly frustrating. This is, for some weird reason, this is the year of me liking some of his stuff. I liked, uh, enough, I liked I, Snyder Cut. And like I said, I, I liked I more of this Snyder movie Cut. than I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's weird because I really don't like most of his work. Uh, and he just started yeah there's something about it this this movie too like it's a bit long but it never bored me it kept my attention Mm -hmm. it doesn't um i'll say that this it's long it's two hours and 20 minutes but it didn't feel that long no and um it's nonsense it has a major plot hole it has it has uh, a lot of major plot holes and he's doing a thing where he's he's trying to build this into a franchise so he has a lot of stuff in this movie that doesn't make sense intentionally because he wants to like tease people about this universe he's created that Wait, explaining like where the, there's UFOs in it. Uh, there's 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 Wait, there's, there's a, UFOs in it. There are UFOs. There's a time loop paradox in it. Well, all right. The time loop paradox I thought was just like a bullshit. No, dialogue. because they come. You remember when she goes up to close the grate and she thinks it's closed, but a zombie hand is stuck in it. Yeah, and later on, when the guy who shot Wild Bill, uh, Garrett Dillahunt, uh, climbs up through the there grate t- and shuts two... and shuts the Sorry. and shuts the grate, the the hand's not there. Oh, I is that does that mean a time loop? Well, because they already introduced the idea by pointing out that the vault had corpses that all look like them, uh, right. and then it shows. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, he. He has gone on record and said that he put things into this movie that deliberately doesn't make sense. And it's because he's trying to tease this bigger universe about like the Got origins it. of the zombies and like where I they came from and stuff like that. You don't have to notice that stuff. Mind like, it. Yeah. The movie Where's makes the sense. On it. It's in the beginning. You got it. Huh. It's like an Easter egg. It's when uh, the main zombie breaks out and kills the military convoy and walks up over the ridge to look out at Las Vegas. If you look, there are UFOs flying above the city. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh God, I love it. Yeah. Um I don't hate it. Are, I do not hate t- it. <laughs> Just shout out to the fact that there are two cast members from the Sarah Connor Chronicles in this movie. Oh yeah? Um yeah. 
There's uh, the him. What's his face? The fucking uh, Deadwood. Oh, Garrett Dillahunt. Gar- Garrett Dillahunt. And then the uh, sleazy-ass cop that <laughs> that they immediately are like, oh, fuck this guy. that guy, yeah. Oh, that was interesting, actually. I enjoyed uh, that little plot line because I thought it was just going to be extremely Zack Snyder. Uh, I, 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 well, I turned to Hannah and I was like, do you think this guy's going to have a redemption arc or be murdered immediately? Because it could be one or the other. And it was neither. Because- it was neither. Mm-hmm. Well, he yeah, he was more more or less murdered to me. Well, he, he was, was transformed into his like that yeah. scene had more purpose than I expected. Like when he gets okay, so what happens is they get this this, this bullshit guy who sucks. Uh, they really yeah. heavily imply that he's a rapist to try to get you to not feel bad for him, but they basically yeah. have to serve this dude up as an offering to the zombie queen. Uh, for safe passage through Vegas. We'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> when we say that, it sounds ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous, but it, it's the movie eases you into it, and it's one of the cooler things it does, because it's kind of unexpected. About 30 well, minutes in, they're like, we're just going to go in and fight these zombies, and the the woman, like the coyote, who ferries people in and out, she's like, it, you, yeah. do, you don't understand what's going on in there. Yeah, Like, it's not just it's zombies, fucking, it's a whole-ass society in there. It's, it's Land of the Dead. Yeah. They're doing Land of doing the Dead. Land of the Dead, basically. But we they can go through the plot. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about this scene real quick. Oh, yeah. When they get this guy up as an offering and they drag him off, you're like, oh, okay, well, they've made it clear that this guy is despicable. We're going to see this something horrible happen to this dude. And we follow him. Like, we follow him as he gets dragged into the zombie lair and he witnesses, like, this zombie ritual. And so it's like this whole time, I'm like, okay, are they just going to, like, if they just did this to just kill this guy, this is like a waste of time. But that's right. not what happens. They do it to show us how they add people to their zombie army. And right. I was like, kudos to you, Zack Snyder. I perfectly, or, or, I, not perfectly. It's a good narrative. I completely uh, expected this to not uh, add to the narrative whatsoever. And it didn't. Right. All right. Um, so the plot is basically that the military at the beginning is carrying a, uh, Super a zombie, zombie, zombie for Hulk. some reason. <laughs> Uh, and Lord knows where they got it. That's sort of the point. Uh, it's and coming th- from this- Area 51. They say they say that they picked it up from Area 51. So this is an alien, huh? Probably. Or, or yeah. well, because I mean, like, in the original Night of the Living Dead, virus. it was like gas from a meteorite. It's, I think it's all, right. it's like it, a nod it, toward, it, yeah, atomic yeah, age. Yeah, it's always, yeah. It's always sci-fi, zombies. We forget zombies are a sci-fi premise. As well, much as a horror premise. Night of the Living Dead is. Zom- yeah. Zombies as a whole are not, but that specific. Well, it's still like super science shit I a mean, lot of the time. Some, a virus. Sometimes. It counts as sci-fi. It's sci-fi horror, I would say. Yeah. for This certainly um, does. Yeah. Um, And so <laughs> the convoy gets wrecked by a married couple in like a Buick. And that was like, no. Right? Like, you can't crash into a Buick. And like ruin your military convoy. If you crash, it, it if happens. you crash headfirst into a truck at seventy-eight miles an hour in a Buick, it's still going to be a problem. It's going to be more of a problem for the Buick. It's be, though, I mean, right? the Buick explodes. The the, yeah. the 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 military truck flips off the road, which I think is it's just. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's acceptable. Carry zombies better is my point. Right, like put it in a tank or like a half yeah. track at least, or like watch the road. Yeah. <laughs> block off the road you got a zombie block off the road uh you're the military point is is that the zombie eats eats them and then it's like and it's right outside of vegas and we get a great sequence of the opening credits 
Um, yeah, Zack Snyder is extremely good at opening credit sequences. He's amazing at yeah. credit sequences. The, the Watchmen credit sequence is one of the best sequences yeah. in any movie. <laughs> like, yeah, it's he, really good. He's well, he he does this thing with it where he sets a tone, where he sets he builds a universe in the credits. For, con- considering how long winded he is and how he's like, he's very efficient in he's these very credit efficient sequences. When he wants to be. Yeah. yeah. The, that's because, why the I, I called out the Watchmen. The Watchmen credits like encapsulate so much of the backstory of the comics into just a quick two minute sequence, and it's all visual. Right? Yeah, and you're like, got it. Yeah, I got it. You can be very efficient when you want to be. <laughs> yeah, same with this. I was like, I got it. Yeah, Vegas zombies blocked off. Uh, uh, Dave Batista. Yeah, family. we even got see it. a lot of the characters. Yeah, so it's like okay, yeah. we know. So by the time we like officially meet Batista as a, as a fry cook, we like we know kind of what kind of guy he is. Right, and he's a fry cook piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Wearing he, tiny uh, glasses. Yeah, he's got daughter problems because mm-hmm. um, he had to still have his zombie wife in the head. Yeah, and he's acting, and uh, that made me happy. Yeah, to see him act. And so they he he gets offered by like a evil corporate guy like come by Scorpion you gotta br- by Scorpion by Scorpion he's like you gotta break into my vi- my my casino you get the money mm-hmm. well they get and a percentage of the money it's like you're right he wa- he wants the money back he's like the insurance already covered this so it's free but money I'm, but it's free money so go gather a team you need a safe cracker. Yeah, yeah, there's a ticking clock. The government has decided it's going to nuke Vegas, and they're going to nuke it on the Fourth of July. Right. With the, they show Sean Spicer. And they show Sean on Spicer the news, yeah. and that is upsetting and unnecessary. Yeah, he's he and is playing the buffoon depressing. in that. Right. But it's like also let's just stop giving Sean. Well, that could have been anybody. We didn't. It didn't need to be Sean Spicer. Well, all right. There's a few moments in this where this movie was clearly written and made assuming trump was gonna win maybe because they have like a few it's like when you watch movies in the bush era and they'll like michael bay has like bush in one of the transformers in one scene Mm -hmm. and they're always like look he's a dummy (laughs) haha and then and then they move on they don't talk about yeah or like maybe maybe they thought Um, this was gonna come out while trump was still president because i think this got delayed i think so sean spicer is clearly supposed to be like yeah, part of the Trump White House defending it, and they have a parts where they quote the president, and it's clearly like, yeah, it's oh, it's supposed to be shit. Trump. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I don't need any of this. Yeah, I don't need politics at all. I don't need you to tell me about immigration or try to make this an allegory. I know it's zombies, and we love making them an allegory for things. Right, but it's not an al- It's not an allegory. <laughs> it's I mean, not. it's it's kind they of because he's like, he's like. I guess he's trying to draw a, not even really. He's just trying to present the parallel of like, well, is it really? Because the these zombies are are, are thinking and and and, and uh, uh, actual aware human beings right. after a fashion. Isn't it the same thing to treat them this way? And it's like, well, no, it's not. But right. But it's like you know, I saw Land of the Dead. I saw yeah. Land of the Dead. They did. They tried that then, and it's. And then they do the thing where they're like, we have to take your temperature. And there's like a refugee camp where they're like, oh, we, you know, one bad temperature, you get shot for being an, a zombie. And it was like, the one thing I know about this zombie apocalypse is that it happens very fast. There's no situation where there would be like a refugee camp where they're like, they could be infected. It's like, if they were, you'd know. Like, they didn't. 
they didn't set up the idea that you could be carrying the virus. No, they you don't. You know what I mean? Well, this is how they set it up. Yeah, but they don't in the like they don't show it visually as a fear. They show that it happens very quick. They show the opposite. And so then they tell us this. And I was like, this seems like bullshit. But they wanted to do like, you know, refugee camps, border crisis. It was, the, it was they're trying to they're trying to make it topical, but they don't aren't saying anything. And that's what I'm like. Yeah, just take it out. Just take it out of your movie. If you don't if you don't have anything like good to say, mm-hmm. we should take it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, yeah. It's yeah. I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, so um, we, we don't need to like laboriously detail the plot. No. So they, they go in. Um, Dave Batista gets a team. Uh, it's a bunch of people. Uh, and they, and they, the plan is to bring the safe cracker in um, and then use a helicopter on the top of this casino to get out. Tignataro's there. Yeah. Um, so sort of there. Well, they the effects honestly, good. The effects honestly, they good. did a pretty good job, and 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 there was you like know, there was like a couple shots that I was like, ooh, yeah, but, but most like, mostly, yeah. You know, everyone's looking too because everybody knows she was digitally inserted into the film to replace Chris Delia after it yeah. came out that he's a big sex pest. They dubbed some pronouns in there, yeah, like a couple people, um, and it works. It, it works. works fine. Uh, and she, Tig is she one a, of the best parts of the yeah, movie. She has a couple of lines that fucking floor me. The, yeah, she's great. The one that I was t- uh, telling you about before is is when Batista jumps in the helicopter and she says, "Is that a zombie in a fucking cape?" Yeah, that's such a good line. <laughs> <laughs> zombie in a cape, because yeah, it, things get complicated. Yeah, um, the zombie king wears a fucking helmet and a cape. It's so good. Yeah, so. It's basically they establish that they make this sacrifice to appease the zombies. They have like a zombie guide. Um, yeah. Dave Batista's daughter decides to go in to find this woman mm-hmm. or these women who were let in earlier. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm going in too. And Dave Batista's like, no, you're not. And she's like, I'm doing it. And so she does it. Um, they, uh, they, they, we established the zombies are smart. Zombie King has a queen. Mm-hmm. She's uh, there's he two... knocked her up with a little zombie baby. Yeah, there's two tiers of zombie. There's like the the upper class like commander yeah. zombies who are like a little bit more, and then there's the cl- classic zombies. I loved because um, this this reminded me of some World War Z shit where they go through the like the dried out zombies, and what the guide is like crazy thing is when it rains they start moving again. And they're like skeletons practically. Yeah, and I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's that's pretty such sweet. A- yeah uh and so uh, jesus they go they, they basically they, um, they basically have to make their way into a casino basement the, to steal the, money i keep forgetting his name deadwood garrett uh, D- garrett dillahunt garrett dillahunt is like clearly bad yeah and uh, they mistrust he, him from the beginning and he betrays them immediately like it's, yeah he's a real garrett dillahunt type yeah he's uh, the guy he usually plays yeah <laughs> Except in the Sarah Connor Chronicles, he's great in that. Yeah, I mean, he's great also show. he's also the bumbling deputy in No Country for Old Men. Um, oh my god, I always forget uh-huh. that he's in that. Um, so, so we we wanted to talk about his plan, right? Because that's the plot hole. Yes, because the plan that we find out at the end is he goes and they're they're robbing the casino. They go downstairs. He's gonna like check the perimeter, and he like pays off the guide 
to go with him to go find the zombie queen mm-hmm. or a zombie and he he captures her it has to and be, chops off her head it has to be the zombie queen it's okay. it's specifically her is it yes. because i thought it was just any old smart no, zombie no he specifically says that it has to be her they needed some of her dna because she's the one that has that scream that like commands ah. the zombies all right so that's still fine he so he cuts off her head, and so what that does is basically create a grudge with the zombie king, yeah. who's like, "You, where is my goddamn wife's head? You have my wife's head. And he, he's b- bummed that the baby died, but he still wants the head, because the head's alive. And the head's alive, like, yeah. <laughs> you can still like do stuff with the head, so like- Yeah, sure. You know. Um, Maybe they can sew it so back he's on, like, where's who my- knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what we learn is that the, the, the casino heist was all a ruse. He just, his boss just wanted the head. Um, he betrays them all. He doesn't care about the money. He's going to go kill Tig, take the helicopter. Um, and of course, he gets mauled by a zombie lion, as one does. Tiger. What's wild about that mm-hmm. is why would they do any of this? Why would he need, why would he, why wouldn't they just go to form a team and say, we need this zombie head? And as we learn, she there she's like the first zombie they see on the outskirts of the city. Mm-hmm. So literally, all they had to do was send in a team, not lie to them, and just be like, "We're taking this head. We'll pay you some money." That's it. Yeah. No. That, that, why? Why do any of this? Don't know. They could have walked right back out the way they came in. Yes, they could have walked. They literally like the whole thing is they get to the edge. And the queen's there, and she's like, "For safe passage, we have to de- we have to give them a sacrifice." But it's like you're literally there for her head. Just take her head and walk back mm-hmm. because you're still on the edge. They don't have to go deep into the goddamn Vegas right. zombie land. It's going to get nuked in two days anyway. Yeah. So it's like she's it's not the like they need to worry about like ruining re- uh, relations with the zombie king. They're going to drop a bomb on his ass in, in right. 48 hours anyway. Yeah, no, you're right. I didn't think about that, but that doesn't make any sense. No, it's ridiculous. It's the equivalent of in Ocean's Eleven, if we learn that they they really just wanted to pickpocket the doorman, Mm -hmm. and they did the whole heist to do that. It's like, no, you could have just you could have just done it. It's literally they walk out, they go through a little tunnel, walk out into the zombie city, and the first zombie they encounter is the zombie queen. They could have done it right there, turned right back around, and left the zombie city forever. And yeah. It's it's because he doesn't even need the team. All he needs is the coyote, and yeah. she's in on the plan. So he doesn't even need uh, Batista or there's anybody no, else. They don't need no a helicopter reason. pilot. They don't need to go all the way in there. The entire movie happens for no reason. That's true. I didn't even think of that. Sp- That's extremely funny. Yeah, especially when you take into consideration spoilers. Everybody dies. Everybody but the dies, daughter. but the daughter. Yep. So the people that the daughter went to rescue, they died. Mm-hmm. So it literally didn't matter. Nothing mattered. They did nothing. Um, the only thing, well, I was about to say the only thing is the one guy gets the money, but he doesn't, does he? Um, well, it, Batista it, he, he gets, gets a zombie bit. Batista gets a little bit of money and then gives it to her before he dies. Right, right, right. Yeah, he gets a um, little bit. A couple hundred thousand. So basically, like 10 people die and probably Mexico City is zombify yes the we we uh, are shown in a post-credit sequence that one of the team escapes and discovers he's bitten as he lands in mexico city so we're gonna yeah. have another outbreak 
But basically, none of this. It's it's a major problem with the plot. It's it is the realization yeah. that that was the reason the villain wanted to do any of this. Doesn't make any sense. It is, uh, and I like this movie, but that is a plot breaking detail. Yeah, it, the movie is broken. Yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. That is confounding. Yeah, uh, it's even if you even if dumb. you're like, because like the the idea is like, well, it's illegal. We don't want anyone to know that this is why we're going in there. It's like, well, you only have to tell the coyote. And she's, yep. she was already completely fine with keeping your secret. Right. And like, you can still pay enough people at the edge. They still like what it's illegal to go in period. Right. Right. Like, so like all for, and he just walks, he just puts the zombie head into a little bag for like the coyotes regularly leading people into the city to steal the money that's still there. Cause it's Las right. Vegas. It's loaded with cash. Um, yeah. So anyone who wants to try their luck to try to get some is going in there. So they, people would just assume, even if they saw him go in with a coyote and then come back out with a coyote with a bag, they would assume that bag had cash in it. Like, they're not going to... Yeah. They would just assume it's another and person he, going in there to try to get money. It's like, oh, good. This he, guy got out. We got our bribe. We'll look the other way. Who gives a shit? It's money nobody cares yeah. about anyway. His employer is rich Scorpion. Yeah. So like, He's fantastically he can, wealthy Scorpion. Yeah, he could do this very easily just using money. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, he can just pay, because they keep paying people to look the other way. And the they do a great little bit where, like, the amount keeps getting lower as they go down. Right. Well, yeah, because he has the initial because, conversation uh, with his first, like, his uh, second in command. Uh, right. And they're like, oh, we don't have to tell anybody else that we hire what their cut is. So, yeah, it does keep yeah, getting exactly. lower. It's pretty funny. Yeah, and so like you learn that there's people who will do things for a very small amount of money. Like you could just go to that refugee camp and be like, "Hey, does everybody want to make like ten thousand dollars?" That's uh, well, that's, liter gonna... that's literally what they yeah. hire the 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 sleaze bag. They end the up using bag, as an yeah. offering. They get they like she offers they them, give like, them like thirty grand. Yeah, or something. it's like thirty thousand dollars, which is a lot of money. But like, is it wander into a city of the dead money? That I don't I know. I do love. I love. Well, obviously the character's terrible. I love his attitude because he's like, "Hey, what the fuck's going on here?" And they're like, "You want to make thirty thousand? He's like, "Yeah, I want to make thirty thousand. Yeah, obviously and like he's I just do. He, then he just like listens to everything they say and is just like, "Fuck yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna make thirty thousand. I don't give a fuck." Yeah, he's he um, is he is DTF. He is a man who can be bought. Yeah, and he yeah. knows it. Yep, he wears that um, on his sleeve. Yeah, he's doing a great job. That actor. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I recognize him from a few things, and I forget what else. I think he's in Luke Cage. Maybe. I'm pretty sure he's a bad guy in that. I didn't watch any um, of the... I only watched oh, like, the first two seasons of Daredevil. I got. I fell off the Marvel Netflix stuff pretty fast. Luke Cage is good. Um, but yeah, uh, the movie makes no sense. Um, that and is, it's all for nothing. That is funny. I didn't... That, that didn't even occur to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. When that happened, it was just like, wait, what? Because yeah. they literally go back to the place they started to capture her they don't they like visually represent like show how nothing mattered because they go literally like back to the same place where the guy got sacrificed and they capture her and it was like oh yeah you are right movie they didn't need to do any of this did they uh jeez right because it's but not yeah. you can't even argue that like well maybe scorpion wanted both the zombie head and the money because like garrett dillahunt screws them over like he leaves them there he with leaves the money. the money yeah he could literally when he captures that head he could literally just walk back the way they came yeah 
right there. Yeah. Because they, the, again, they establish that that's right on the edge. So basically what happens, is, and this is fucking ridiculous, the more I think about it, they go past that point, right? Mm-hmm. Then they have to go off the streets and they go through those tunnels and they have that tense zombie situation. Then they get to the casino and Dave Batista is like, so this is what our, all our jobs are. Garrett Dillahunt, you go do the perimeter. And he just goes back and does that thing mm-hmm. at the beginning. So all the threats that they, th- they went through getting from A to B, like they aren't there anymore. Like it's like if Frodo like quickly, it's like if at the end of Lord of the Rings, they like quickly double back uh, to like Rivendell, like to do something real quick. Because, like, the, that journey, that journey through all the zombie-infested area, mm-hmm. apparently he could just double back easily. And maybe, I guess, that's because they cleared it out? Uh, but again... Well, they didn't. They, like, locked the door. I don't know. Maybe they went yeah. around outside. I don't know. I don't know. It's it, Clearly, the stakes weren't that high, because he just goes back and captures the zombie head. And then he goes back to them. And it's like, that's weird. I thought that was a big deal, getting from there to there. Yeah, that's not bothering me as much as the fact that the whole plan doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, because you could just say, well, maybe they went up because they're kind of in the front of the casino at that point. So it's like, oh, maybe they went outside and went around. No, yeah, but then why didn't they get to the why casino? Why didn't they that go way? the casino? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, the it's co- all nonsense. Yeah, Coyote says some line about like, well, we can't just walk down the middle of the street. We're already pushing it by being here. So maybe yeah. they had to go through the bill. I don't know. It, it that yeah. Man. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really like there's there's a lot of it's fun. Very dumb. There's a lot of fun moments in this. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's, no, that's I, dumb I, as hell. Like I, said, yeah. <laughs> I like this movie. I enjoyed this movie. It's a bad movie. Yeah, it has it's a, a bad it movie. It has a movie breaking plot hole. It's the characters make no sense. Mm-hmm. What they're doing makes no sense. It's dumb. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the scenes. I liked that scene where they go through the zombies. And that was all a sleepy. that was a cool idea. Yeah, I I enjoyed the zombie king and his zombie bride. Yeah, um, that guy fucking I, ruled. Yeah, <laughs> running around I, in a liked, helmet and a cape. He's having a great time riding I, a fucking horse. I said a few times under my breath, "I want to be a zombie." Like it's just, oh man! It if looks I get so to be the, the zombie king, wearing my helmet, my cape, riding my zombie horse, yes, yeah, he's got a lion. It's it's or a tiger. It's, a tiger. it's just his. Yeah, it's his tiger, his zombie tiger. <laughs> and when that tiger tears apart, uh, old Garrett, old Garrett, yeah, it's it is great. It's like a it's a protracted scene too. He gets yeah. he gets killed for about a minute. Yeah. I really enjoyed the ultra violence because it's cartoon shit when they're like mini gunning a zombie and it's just exploding yeah, it's in a very... way that a body would never explode. Dave, there's one more thing I must talk about. All right. <laughs> and it's related to the graphic violence. Yeah. When they squish that guy. No. Although that was pretty fun. No. That was great. It's when they, Dave Batista. And uh, I forget the actress's name, but um, she's like his his like second. Uh, right. She she plays Incarnacion in Nacho Libre. Um, okay. They're having this like tender moment about how it's like I've got to go back out there and find my daughter, and she's like, "I'm I'm with you. I'm gonna help you out. We're gonna I'm gonna yes! help you through this." And they have like this heart to heart about like, you know, we kind of get the sense during that 
uh, opening credits montage that there used to kind of be something between them, like a relationship, and right. that clearly They're has pals. fizzled out. And then she's like, I would have come just for you because how I feel about you, I care about you. And yeah. then like they're like yeah, and they're you know it was like this 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 heartfelt scene with like this emotional music, and then the doors open, and uh, the zombies burst in and <laughs> snap her neck in a way that her head turns completely around and her collarbone explodes out of her body. Yeah, I laughed so fucking Me hard too. when that I exploded when that happened. Yeah. It's so it, shocking, <laughs> like it's so it's out perfect. of the blue. It's perfect. And it's moments like, because he does that, and then he does like super fucking downer scenes between Batista and his daughter, and it's like, that's right. what I'm talking about with like the kind of tonal whiplash of this movie. I think I think the stuff he can't do, like for example, the food truck thing, I liked what he was trying for. Um, I guess, here's the thing about the tonal whiplash. Movies accomplish it all the time, successfully. Um, the Avengers, mm-hmm. you know, they'll have a scene where it's sad, and then the next scene there's a oh, it's a taco. His taco blew away. You know, they can do it. Uh, it's hard because then you see movies like Jurassic World that don't do it because they most of most of the problems is <sighs> see it's it really is like it varies movie to movie because like one of the problems with superhero movies is that it never feels like there's too much stakes because they're like joking and they're flipping around and they're superhuman well, and we, like and, they know it well i mean and we know that they're not going to die because we know there's 18 sequels coming exactly yeah um and they've managed to make those movies entertaining regardless of that because they're like it's a fun ride um and then you know they start actually killing people etc they do ca- character stuff um Whereas like Jurassic World, it doesn't work because it's like, oh, those kids are being chased by a dinosaur. Yeah, but we know they're they not. should be scared. Yeah. Um, and they aren't. And they're saying quips and it's like, this isn't appropriate for this franchise. And so like, I get the need to try to juggle those things. Uh, well, it's just when the movie goes to like kind of like a Mars Attacks type of humor that's like real caustic right. and nihilistic humor. Which tends to, right. you know, people who make zombie comedies, that tends to be a lot of the comedy in it. Um, the tone, I know what you're saying, because like Mars Attacks could kill people in funny ways uh, who didn't deserve it. Uh, and it's just Mars Attacks can light an entire herd of cattle on fire. Yeah, it's just the uh, whole movie is like, it's like, it's like punk rock, right? It's like, right. It's just like taking a piss on, on the and whole th- idea of like a, a, a sci-fi adventure I, film. I, I think that's the tone he's trying to go for, which is for that, a lot of look, it. Yeah. We're all watching a zombie movie and like who really gives a shit about these people? Right. Because we're just watching them to die. You know, most of them are going to die. Yeah. Uh, and so why not have them die in fun ways? But because you're making a movie, you still want to connect with the characters. Yeah. And he wants to, at the end, make you sad that Dave Batista gets murdered. He gets, he gets bitten and, and he becomes a zombie. He becomes a zombie. And, and then he gets get shot. shot. Yeah. They want, he wants that. But like, there is, it, it, I think there's a nihilism that lasted, that's been his whole career. In the Dawn of the Dead remake, it ends in such a fuck you way too. Yeah. Which is that they fought so hard. And then they show the, the ending kills credits them in the, of Dawn of the Dead. He kills them during the credits. Yes. He turn, <laughs> yeah. kills them. Like they keep flashing to them on the boat that mm-hmm. they escaped as, and yeah. they're like starving, and then they get to an island and it's just filled with zombies. Yeah. So like 
it there is a nihilism that's always there and like like they at least he at least makes the daughter survive and get out of it he at least identifies this is the character that's worth saving and that we're gonna save yeah um so there's that but they he does do some hilarious work like i really liked the safe idea where the guy gets shut into the safe Mm -hmm. and then vegas gets nuked and you're you're thinking about it the whole time you're like oh he's gonna pop out and he does and then he gets on a plane and he has all the money and you're like, oh, that's a fun little button, you know, that he, oh, this one guy made it out. Mm-hmm. And then he can't help but to have him get bitten. Yep. And it's like, oh, fuck you, Zach. All right. I kind of like, I dig that, though. I dig that ending. It's just, I do too. It's, I wish. Because uh, it's. To I, me, here's, here's. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're, you're fine. You can go and then I'll go. Okay. <laughs> to me, it's fun house horror. Because here's the thing about horror. Horror is always tragic. It's you always bleak. Children. It's always bleak. It's pet yeah. cemetery. Mm-hmm. It's, it's. It's always like, and then and then it gets worse, and then it gets worse, and then it gets worse. So he is doing horror, and to be surprised that it's horror things are going to happen, you can't be. He, I think he assumes the audience is smart enough to know, okay, we're watching horror, where is, we might as well be watching like gerbils in a kindergarten class, you know? Like they're just going to die uh, in horrible ways. Mm-hmm. And so like, we can stand from the outside and just laugh at it all and not connect too much with the characters. But the rules of movies say we need to have arcs because otherwise you don't have a movie. Well, this you is know? I'm going to push back against that because I don't think it has anything to do with how smart the audience is. Compare this movie to the original George Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Um, that movie has an extremely consistent tone. Um, sure. Army of the Dead... I guess yo-yos. Well, let, let me get this thought out. Okay, yeah. Our Army of the Dead yo-yos back and forth between being uh, a real popcorn horror movie that is real breezy, and it's like, look, all these characters are going to die. It's going to be more funny than not. It's going to be more like Tarantino violence. Um, and then he'll yo-yo between that and between like The Walking Dead or like The Mist, where yeah, it's like guess- it's really a bummer when somebody dies. <laughs> I guess I don't necessarily agree that I, I, or at least I didn't get as much whiplash from that because it, it like, I know what you're saying. And like I said, other people have noted this too. I didn't get that whiplash near nearly as much as other people are. Maybe because I just didn't care about the characters. Well, you um, know, you, as get, much. you get plugged into old, old Dave. Like you just, I mean, you go into the movie liking Batista because he's Batista, and then they they do right. they do the most work with his character. I guess I thought he was gonna die from the beginning. It was a it was because, I think it was a question. Like it's always in this kind of movie, it's always like it's fifty fifty, right? Whether the main character is gonna get smoked in a movie zombie. like this, it's it's, it's a it's rules. a zombie movie, and it's also horror movie rules. A horror movie, you had about fifty fifty chance, if, yeah. Even if you're the main character, yeah. Um. So I just I. It went back and forth between a, the tone of Dawn of the Dead, like Romero's Dawn of the Dead, to the tone of like Dead Alive for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's just the moment a zombie jumped on that helicopter. Yeah. I was like, he's dead. He is immediate. Like, because you once you get that scenario, it's like, no, he's going to sacrifice his life and die. Um, but yeah, I know, I know the idea that it's still possible. He'd make it through it, but I know. Okay, so I'm not even talking about the fact that he does die. It's just right. the you're talking about. I'm talking about just, the tone. 
Yeah, you're saying Dead Alive um, versus, versus Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. And this movie tries to have it both, and I think those are two, two <sighs> extremely separate. Dawn of the Dead's a bad example, I feel like, because didn't that have the choke on it scene? That's Day of the Dead. Oh, okay. Okay, never mind. And that scene um, is... Uh, I don't know... I mean, it's a That's ba- funny. It's a pretty sweet line. <laughs> it is. It's great. It's a sweet line. I mean, I just think that all zombie movies are all about like, how can we do ridiculous shit within the zombie movie? Yeah. Um. Like, uh, I. Yeah. It's it's tough because like Train to Busan, that's a movie that also does really sad moments and does really awesome zombie moments. I think that one was more. That that had a better grasp of its own tone because that that yes. that went further into like the high octane zombie action movie. Uh, right, it's more it's more I I weirdly to say it's more grounded with its gore. This is like cartoony gore. Yeah, it's operatic. Like it's like so comic booky. Um, I guess I think that isn't that's just Zack Snyder can't help. That's Zack Snyder can't help himself. Yeah, it's, it, he it's wants the idea stuff that, that looks cool. Exactly. And so he's, it's like, I know what you're saying, where it's like that instinct that he has, because it's like in the, on the page, it's like, and then they shoot a zombie and it's like, well, it's not just going to be that. It's got to look sweet. And yeah, no, I obviously, if something can look, trying to do, I always support if something can look sweet, make it look sweet. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I guess it's that, and maybe it's, it's just like cynical is that like, for example, in the evil dead, uh, Ash has an emotional journey. He's sad about Linda. Sure. Right? But that comes in the form. <laughs> uh, I, well, that, this is what I'm saying is that comes in the form of like him stopping every now and then to go Linda. Yeah. And like be kind of sad. And it's kind of a joke how little they try. Uh, and then he has to chainsaw her head open. Um, I guess that's how i regarded those scenes in this is like oh yeah they're just doing the emotional thing because they have to he does like really we're just watching zombies explode right and i think evil dead does can do can do that and get away with it and like train of Basan can do that and Absolutely. get away with it because they're doing more of that like it's well, no, e- evil dead is evil dead for 80 percent of the time and then it'll it's stop balance. yeah and then army of the dead i think doesn't do enough of it to to yeah. throw off the balance so it's like there's an would, even split of buck wild zombie shit and like genuinely downer stuff i would argue evil dead does it like 99 yes yeah, yes yeah yes they yeah. really half it's a three the, stooges movie and it's that's what they yeah. always have said it it's yeah um no i i get i get what you're saying uh, for some reason it didn't it didn't affect me watching this that imbalance uh and i maybe it's just because i didn't care about the characters that's fair um, because like there were like we pointed out, there's a gigantic plot hole in this movie. The movie's broken. I the movie is well, badly written. See, I didn't notice the plot hole. So oh, uh, we okay. were, we were just we were approached. I guess we just approached it in two different ways. But right, the movie is broken. It's badly written. I enjoyed all of it. Same. Uh, I will yeah. probably watch it again. Yes. Yeah. Um, it is a so, bad movie, though. Don't misunderstand. <laughs> yeah, but I I think if you like zombie movies, if you like horror trash, yeah, it's, you might it's one. You for, might even be. I I would even be a. I'd even have to qualify that a tiny bit. If you might even be a little disappointed if you're just a horror fan, because there's. Yes. Su- for me, there was a little. I was kind of surprised at how not 
as much zombie action there was. It's like a lot of talking. Yeah, it fizzles out a bit at the end. Like, um, I don't remember... Like well, the end this... is when like shit starts to happen. Like the last forty five oh, minutes. I mean, like I don't remember how like the shitty cop zombie gets got. Oh, um, she just shoots him. Like the daughter just very right. unceremoniously dispatches him after finding the woman she's looking for in the uh, yeah. in the Olympian, the fake hotel they invented where right. this where the zombies yeah, that, live. That casino scene was great. Mm-hmm. Um, where he's shooting people and he's doing wrestling moves on them. Sort of. He like flips a few over his back and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, Batista. Yeah. I want to see some fucking wrestling moves, but you know. Yeah. Um, I, I Yeah. I, I think most horror buffs will at least appreciate it. And like I said, it's basically alien or aliens, aliens rather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he wants um, you to know it too. And he wants you to know it. He's not hiding no. that fact. Uh, it's he quotes aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought someone was going to be like, are you quoting aliens? But they didn't. Nope. Um, it's fine. It's free if you have Netflix. Yeah, it's included on Netflix. It's Zombies Tiger. I don't know. It, yeah, it's, uh, I, get, may, I might enjoy it it's, more on a second rewatch now that I know what to expect. Because the, yeah. the movie makes uh, conflicting offers in, 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 its, yeah. in its first half. So you're kind of not really sure what sort of movie you're in for. I found it more fun than like the Zombieland sequel, like a movie I do not even remember. That movie was so bland. Yeah, <laughs> like and like yeah, they're not. It's not exactly like Maggie, like the the Schwarzenegger film. That's a movie that if you're like ooh zombies, mm-hmm. you're gonna be very disappointed. Want, yeah, <laughs> that one. Uh, um. But yeah, it's uh I don't know. It, it definitely is more serious than it needs to be. Yeah, I just didn't think it was that much more serious. It's ju- it's not that it's oppressively serious. It's just more than I was expecting, considering right. the it's kind was, of uh, the yo-yoing tone. I was also prepped for that because multiple people had said that to me, and I saw this movie late, so I walked into this movie expecting it to be way more. Uh, and then it was like, oh, that's not too bad. That could be worse. Like you know, I I been told that it was tonally too serious i guess so that probably you know painted my expectations so that when they dropped the zombie queen's head on the pavement and it splats it was very funny i was was delighted yeah Yeah. he's got good gore Mm -hmm. he also was the dp of this which yeah sure yeah sure it does (laughs) it's fine it looked fine it does a weird thing and this is a post-production effect this has nothing to do with the cinematography uh, right. Where, and I've seen this in a couple other movies too, uh, lately, where they do this thing where like only the primary subject of the shot is in focus, and everything else is out of focus. So it looks yeah, like well, it looks like your contacts are fucked up. Yes, and sometimes it worked. That was some of the Tignataro scenes where I was like, that looks bad, and it, it it might not even be because of the effect of superimposing her in. Yeah. It. I think it's just that the shot looked bad. Yeah. Because he did that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a feeling if I watch Cruella, I'll be more upset about that movie than this movie. you will be. You'll be more frustrated by Cruella because Cruella legitimately, like, it's got a good director, good cast, incredible production design. And that's like cynical corporate shit. Yes. That's why. And and you can can clearly see what the better film within it would have been. And then it's just, oh, well, let's make it a Cruella prequel. It's like, fucking why? Yeah. This is just one madman's idea for zombies. Yeah. And there's going to be a fucking animated prologue. Mm. 
Mm. Oh no! Yeah, there's an animated prequel series that Netflix is producing. To, wait to to this, not Cruella. To this, to Army of the That's Dead. That's great. Yeah, fuck it. Make six of these. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, there's also this weird low stakes with zombies where it's like, I don't really we we're so oversaturated yeah, with zombies. You can kind of play with it. That it's like like this movie does a little bit. Yeah, and it's also like I just don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. It's not precious. Um, it's not precious. Yeah, and there's plus nothing he's, precious he's about playing zombies. around in his own sandbox, finally. Right. So, like, Jesus. May, yeah. Maybe in another year, his deranged fans will stop commenting on Restore the Snyderverse to every single <laughs> it's social media post anyone in any of his movies yeah. makes. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, maybe I'd like his other films if <laughs> they made them all four hours long. I mean, I mean, he look, ha- I'm not saying every, we should restore the Snyder. Every other movie he's put. This is fucking baffling to me because I have seen that argument made in earnest, and it's like literally every other movie he has ever put out has an unrated version on DVD. Oh yeah, I I also want to I I should comment this on this at the beginning. This is more about you, Tom. When you talk about how Zack Snyder films they aren't confusing, you have a unique ability to focus on a film despite whatever horseshit it throws at you um and maybe this is actually more about me but when a movie starts like throwing a lot of bullshit you know like a percy jackson type movie yeah uh my brain shuts down i've noticed that and i can't i i I get to a point where i'm like i don't know what's happening yeah you have broken my head and i don't care to know what's happening like if i don't if it's i if my brain is just like it's like it's trying to protect me. It's like you don't need to process this. You can just let it slide off you like a waterproof raincoat. Sure. You know? uh, and so like Batman v Superman, it, I'm sure it makes a, enough sense. But at a certain point watching that movie, I was just like, it, this is just colors. It really doesn't. It his, And again, if you watch like the Ultimate Edition, which is his director's cut, it's right. it's it's the same experience as like Justice League where it's like oh this is more cohesive it's just way too long too overstuffed right. a lot of stupid shit happens in, in it like there's problems also, with it other than the fact that it's not coherent but like yeah that was like the biggest complaint about Batman v Superman it's like this is gibberish yeah because <laughs> here's the other thing is the coherence a lot of the time it's like oh if you miss like a line you won't understand why this big set piece is happening. Yeah. And it's like the, the largeness of the set piece versus the largeness of the part of the script justifying it. Yep. They need, they need to bump that ratio Yeah, because that's a lot of the problems is that I don't hear every fucking line said in movies. Like I don't, sometimes I'm looking away or sometimes I'm thinking about something. It's like when you read a book and you, you read a paragraph and you're like, I didn't absorb any of that. Sometimes your mind wanders. So it's like movies do kind of have to treat audiences like dumbasses, especially when you're making like big superhero movies where it's like, I really don't need nuance. Like you're making a Superman movie. Don't need nuance. Well, in fact, would care to not have any nuance. I mean, that's Um, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) it, It depends on the movie. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like, if I'm watching, like, an A24 slow burn horror movie, I know I have to pay attention to the details. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think but- in general, I mean, uh, I'll agree with, I-, I will agree with part of that. Because it's like, I think right. I think your basic 
uh, role in the audience transaction uh, in this transaction is to pay attention to the movie. Um, yes, what I'm like, saying, what I'm saying is that if a movie's throwing so much right, noise if it's assaulting you, yeah, you've got to really make sure you like, highlight what's actually important so people catch it. Exactly, because it's at a certain point. I feel like a squirrel in a casino. Sure, where it's like I can't handle all this. Um, you need to really make the signs big for me to know what's happening. So how did that connect to this movie specifically? Zack Snyder. Oh, Zack Snyder um, in general. No, earlier, earlier you had mentioned. Oh, yeah. Uh, this movie is not making sense. Well, did you did you matter. did you think this movie had like a coherence problem? I I general I genuinely did not. Like I didn't have any trouble. No, except for all the plot holes. Well, the it plot was, hole, yeah. But like, I wasn't confused. Yeah. I wasn't confused by anything. Okay. I would like the geography. Now that uh, the more I talk about the geography, and the more the plot how stupid the plot is mm-hmm. it does feel like um the geography is a little loose yeah <laughs> yeah and there's a lot of dumb when they're like nobody can fly in but you can fly out and i'm like okay i mean seems like you can fly in too Would, I don't wouldn't, know. wouldn't they shoot down the helicopter flying out of the quarantine zombie city faster Just as, than yeah. one flying in because you would assume that the helicopter is full of people infected with zombie bites yeah like plot there's it's nonsense yeah, the, it's the gi- rules yeah. The, yeah. are bad the plot is dumb <laughs> yeah but i guess it's like yeah i wasn't expecting it to not be dumb but it is um <sighs> exceptionally dumb yeah that's that's a pretty big hole like that's yeah. that's that's legitimately a hole there's this. it's a dumb movie yeah. all yeah, right that, i think, that, I think oh, we've man. talked about it for long enough all right folks thanks a lot yeah if you're interested you we have a patreon you can check out patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed you can find an exclusive podcast on there like tom and jeff watch batman and fox Mulder's a maniac we watch movies with our patrons every friday night Ooh. there's all sorts of stuff happening yeah we watched uh gods of egypt and um god what percy else jackson. What is it? percy jackson and then like a really good movie geostorm geostorm yeah incredible yeah. film incredible film no incredible notes. film no notes we also have a store tpublic.com slash store slash gameplay employed you can get t-shirts masks mugs stickers posters all kinds of things so check that out do it check it out and uh check out geostorm it's check on geostorm. i think hbo max right now yeah, probably that sounds like a it's place a great where film. it would the be un- unlike army of the dead the movie makes perfect sense zero There's questions no holes, no holes. all the logic yeah. is 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 airtight all the science is well researched Yes, very well researched. Um, It's an incredible film. It truly is. Check it out.